Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Do the show, bitch! Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Halfway home, my friends, on a Monday, January 30th, 2023. It's Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. It's got a text from our boss, Adam. Said, you're sounding much better today. I feel much better today. I went after the show Friday. I had a terrible show. I apologize to our audience. And, uh, of course, my teammates here. It was was terrible. I did not feel well at all. Uh, Went to the clinic after and got uh, diagnosed with strep throat. So I did have strep throat. And uh, it sucks. It's the uh, like, it kind of like it messes with your body too. It makes me really tired. You get body aches, and uh, my throat was killing me, killing me all weekend. But I feel fantastic. The antibiotics are working, and uh, thank you to the fine people over at Carbon Health, which is my secret little gem of uh, it's like an urgent care. And uh, I just, they're just the best. Got you me, you I, were teeming with bacteria. Yeah. And yeah. that needed to be eradicated. Yeah, and it, and it was. It was. I feel fantastic today. I'm I'm back to 100%. I think, you know, I sound much better, so uh, I feel much better. It's good to be here. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle, Benjamin Higgins, friendly neighborhood sports anchor here as well. Good morning to everybody. Good morning to you. Um, you got to do some fun things this weekend. You made your first trip across the border in a long, long time. It had been a while. Yes, and certainly my first one to go to a soccer game in Tijuana, and it was uh, it was great. The only part that I would say made me nervous was the cab rides. My goodness, it's like it's like a NASCAR race down down at least where I was driving through the city. You're like inches away from the other cars, going really, really fast. Any opening is a 
like a chance to like move ahead of the pack. They're aggressive. I mean, it feels like someone gets a prize for taking the checkered flag at the end of the cab ride. Yeah. And our cabbie definitely wanted to be the one in victory lane at the end of our drive. I had a buddy that got married uh, down in wine country in Mexico, so we did the same thing. Went down, parked, walked across, uh, and had a, a car there waiting for us. And uh, he, we met him and jumped in, and it was like, oh, so it's like this. It was like being in New York. Uh, if you've ever taken cabs in New York City, it's you take your life in your hands. They do not mess around. They lean on the horn. They're weaving in and out. And you're like, I mean, I kind of drive like that anyway. Polly can attest to that. Just drove with me in Arizona. So Polly and I were about three minutes into our drive. We already had a guy flip us off uh, for something I did. I mean, I'm pretty. We hadn't even made it to Alpine. <laughs> we weren't even in Alpine. And the guy pulls up next to us. F you! I'm like, Paulie, I don't even know what I did, to be honest. So, that's kind of how I drive. Uh, ben, we've driven with Ben before. You do not drive that way. I don't, which made it a little more nerve-wracking for me. First of all, I, the cars are very small. They Everyone was always in awe of how big I was. Ooh, grande Americano. Big, big grande Americano. Yeah. El I was Gordo. like squeezed in like a sardine just to try to wedge my myself into, into the front. I tried the front. I tried the back couple different cabs neither was comfortable i couldn't get in there and then you're just, you're just careening around the corners and the roundabouts and i i really was going how is there not a headline every like weekend 11 pedestrians killed in tijuana but i guess they they figure it out and and they make it work for them but it's very different than driving on this side of the border but the food was great you oh, said fantastic the stadium was great Sta- now was it packed yeah it was i would say about 90% full so they how, how big is it? how many ex- people they're expanding and the top section on the other side is still under construction so there's a big empty spot ab- at the above so it feels it feels around like 40 to 45,000 wow. i mean you know uh bigger than like snapdragon stadium for sure which is what 35 or so it felt bigger than that uh so my guess would be around 40 to 45 i didn't get the actual total number but i mean it was comfortable the the i mean the club scene was crazy i mean they had the music pumping like it was a nightclub they said it stays open until about 3 a.m after the game you just stick around the the restaurant in the red room restaurant inside the stadium was fantastic it had a uh had like you know private wine cellar room it actually had a big long like party room with a table and the tables had these poles coming out of them i don't know what the use of those poles was at the restaurant don't but you <laughs> i don't really don't, don't it was like you? it was kind of like a gourmet restaurant so uh but no, it was it was really 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 fun had a really great time and what was your taco definitely count? Do it again nine nine, nine yes. tacos mostly the autobata which is like al pastor the carved carved meats off the station oh like a cart so yeah, you I went was, to the uh, Went up to the, the carving Tijuana station. Yeah. Carving station. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm Ben. And I Did was you like, catch a game last oh, night? Well, it was more like, hola, como estas? Hola, como estas? But... Do you like hot fudge sundaes? <laughs> All week. Every time he posted a picture, I would go, all right. All right. <laughs> Is it still hot out there? It never gets they carved the taco meat right there off of the. Did you? For uh, you. Was it dime length? Dime, dime, dime thinness? Dime thin? No, it was a little thicker than that. Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Did not have any lasagna at all. You know, at the I taco shop. Carve oh. you this regular. It's more tender. Would that be all right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Um, but had some uh, carne asada. Had some lengua. Actually, it was very good tongue. Yeah, yeah it's delicious. Tongue, but it I've was had it. Cooked down real slow, like a brisket almost, when it was done. That was really good. 
had a, a mula, which is like a with cheese, like almost like a quesadilla with meat and guacamole. Uh, almost everything was fantastic. Really, really good experience. That's good. I want to go now. I had FOMO. Uh, did you get me anything from the pharmacia? I saw a pharmacia. You did. But I don't speak Spanish well enough to make purchases. Okay. What would you have wanted? So much. <laughs> so much. I had a lit- litany of things. At that time, I was wondering if they had codeine because I was dying. My throat had seized up. I couldn't get anything down. It was terrible. So I was uh, hoping maybe you could grab me some codeine cough syrup because I don't think I can get it anymore. Well, you seem much better now. I feel um, much better. Looking forward to bottom of the hour on our premier <laughs> Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Annie Halbrun is going to join us. Uh, Annie was uh, part of the duo with Kevin Acey that wrote the story on Friday that we talked about. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., his workouts here in San Diego, working with Joe Musgrove in the bottom of the pool, those you know breath-holding workouts that Joe's been doing, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. taking part, and just some of the, the quotes and emotions, kind of how you know, the mindset of Fernando Tatis Jr., what it was like to miss out on the Padres' playoff run, Really interesting stuff, but I think uh, Annie's going to be able to flesh it out a little bit, uh, just kind of what it was like being there and really give us a sense of, of you know, what the impression she got from Fernando Tatis Jr. Because, honestly, we haven't really seen him other than one very sad, you know, moment in the dugout at Petco Park when he was, you know, the suspension was announced, and then that was it, and we really haven't seen much of him uh, around these parts since then so uh, she got one of the first looks of what he's kind of been going through and, and what that recovery and return is going to look like for him and i think it's natural uh we we do this a lot in sports media and i think we do this a lot in fandom right we we are all amateur sociologists we are all amateur body language experts body language is a, a real thing in baseball it is it's it's um I, I always talk to my son and i tell him watch manny machado when he strikes out right it's different. It he's like cool. You got me. Uh, you know he doesn't he doesn't get super upset if if he swings and misses. He'll nod and kind of laugh. You know, body language is a real thing, and and I think this year you're going to have forty thousand people at the game all staring intently at Fernando Tatis Jr. watching his body language. Uh, we're going to be watching him at spring training. Yeah, we're going to watch what he looks like out there. His body language when he came on the scene, Ben, it, who's had who had better body language than Fernando Tatis Jr.? Nobody looked like he was having yeah. more fun. Nobody looked like he was happy to be there. Language. He loved it. Then the team started losing. They weren't playing well. He was hurt. He was playing through injury. And was his body language wasn't great. Um, but I, I do think that's going to be an interesting thing to watch. Now, again... It's that's just what fans do. That's what we do. We look at it and go, "Oh, did he throw his helmet? Did he throw his bat? That's bad body language." I think for him, man, to get back on the field, to get amongst his teammates, Ben, to not be in isolation, as it were, because he he talked about it in the article. You know, watching those playoffs game playoff games was torture. It was I almost didn't want to watch. That's those are the things we all wanted to know, and now we know that our suspicions were confirmed, um, and it really hurt him. And I'm just so excited to see what he's like to get that kid back in him again because that kid that when he first came up, forget it. If he gets going, he uses his ability uh, like he has, it, it, it's over for this league. By the way, there's no reason to believe that he won't be that same person. Exactly. He has been every single inning of every single game that he has played for the San Diego Padres. Well, That's and, who and, he's been. Until, really. until that, that stretch where... 
where he was in the outfield, he was really banged up, the team was in a massive skid, he wasn't the same. And But really, nobody was. Nobody was. It's not like everybody was going out there with a smile on their faces. They're dropping nine straight. I don't know. I, I felt like there was we everyone made too much of the body language in the outfield. Well, it's part of the reason I brought it up is because we do make too much of body language. We do. We absolutely do. He could be pissed off about something else entirely. You know what I mean? Like, you have no idea. Maybe somebody stole his identity and opened a PPP loan. You just never know, uh, which happened to me over the weekend. So you just never know what, what a guy's going I, it's through. It's also just the the fact that playing the outfield is just a very different vibe. Boring. You don't have anyone around to interact with, to, to talk to necessarily. It's going to change how you're how you're kind of going about what you're doing out there. You look kind of silly, I think, in the outfield if you're – if you're acting the way a shortstop does, but you're way out in right field, are you telling me that that wouldn't look kind of funky? If you were, yeah, if no, you were I just... mean, again, I just think I think for him and for us, it's it, it, as fans, it's great to see him being around his teammates, busting balls. You know what I mean? Having fun. Him and Joe Musgrove going at it a little bit, and you know, Joe saying your speed's not going to help you in here, kid, and Fernando's saying, "Really? Watch me!" Right? Like that's good stuff. That's all the stuff that we want to see as fans. Um, you know, seeing our kid get back to where he needs to be. So looking forward to uh, Annie Heilbrunn joining us at the bottom of the hour on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet by New Road. Still want to talk more about the golf over the weekend, not just Max Homa's victory at the Farmers Insurance Open in that tournament, but we had another one that ended pretty much overnight in the United States in uh, the Middle East came down to, if you can believe this, Rory McIlroy against Patrick Reed at the end. The most livy of live golfers against the most anti of live golfers on the PGA Tour, and it came down to the last putt uh, to avoid a playoff. So I want to talk about that coming up. Had another big win for the Aztecs. I'm guessing they'll be back in the top 25 in about an hour when the new rankings come out, so we'll have all of that ahead for you. Right now, though... As promised, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Coldplay at Snapdragon Stadium. Look at J.D. Wicker has gotten to come and play at the new stadium there, September 28th. The first show is sold out already. Get tickets to show number two at Ticketmaster.com or win them right now by being the fourth caller at 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. And we'll be back with more of Ben Woods after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All the sports, music, news, and podcasts that you want are all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Congratulations to, I believe it was Cody. Cody. Cody won the uh, Coldplay tickets. Uh, we're going to have more to give away tomorrow, Polly. All week long. All week long, Coldplay at Snapdragon Stadium. How about that, Woods? Very exciting. Yeah, I've seen Coldplay before. Have you? Yeah. You said you, you like their early stuff. And I then, do. And then they, then they decided kind of fell to apart. turn into a dance band out of the middle, <laughs> from the middle of nowhere. <laughs> It's like they have really nice, like beautiful songs with guitars and drums, and then all of a sudden it's like, nah, let me get this Casio out and lay some beats down, and we'll just do that. I like your uh, your pants that you're wearing today. Do you? I I'm glad that you like them. They're very Sam Ryder esque. They like only go these? they only go down to your ankle, and then I see a good amount of skin between your ankle and your shoes. What about the? And uh, yeah, they're a little they're tight and form fitting. Not quite as tight as golfer Sam Ryder. At the final round of the Farmers Insurance Open on Saturday, when he was the talk of social media for his outfit. Yeah, I can't believe that Pantsgate is happening in golf. I see this look every time. At every time, every time I tee off anywhere, uh, this is the look. When Paulie and I played in Arizona with Matt Strom and his brother, they both were wearing the, those pants. They're like joggers. They're they're very tapered down by the ankle. You see a little bit of skin. Uh, between the golf shoe and and the ankle, I like them. I think it looks good. I've only played in my joggers one time. Um, yeah, not really. Not I'm the same. Not the I mean, same. I kind of, I've got some ankle showing. There's a little bit of ankle. Ankle. I think just because your calves and ankles are so thick, they just pull things up. Yeah, I have yeah. trouble with that. They start bunching up down there. They do uh, because of your giant, meaty, thick, luscious calves. <laughs> Uh, that that yours are a little different. Now I thought he looked cool, and in fact, my wife and I were watching the tournament. She goes, "Oh, I like those pants." She sent me the pants and where to get them, and I, I'm like, "They look good. I'm going to get some." But uh, like in the media center at Torrey Pines, a lot of people were trying to decide what color are they. They were like maroon. Yeah, no, they were like lighter than that. Some people then said, "Is fuchsia? Is it magenta?" And I think it was um, I think it was Todd from Channel 30, 39, 739 who said plum. No, my but, wife sent it to me. But then uh, it was a, Hawkeye. Hawkeye was Hawkeye the official the color yeah. of of the pants. Yeah, not not what you'd expect. So let me ask you this: it's, it's weird to me. I'm a pants guy on the golf course. You know that, and it's for a multitude of different reasons. <laughs> I like pants on the golf course because I like the way it looks. 
I really do. I like the way it looks. I like. I think it looks sharp. Uh, I don't have great legs. I have bird legs. So that's also factors in, but it's not the main factor. Men in shorts freak me out. They just do. I don't wear, you don't see me in shorts a lot. I don't, if I'm playing a basketball game, which never happens, I might wear shorts. You know, I wear shorts all the time. If I'm going swimming, I will wear shorts. Other than that, like, I, I wore, I think I wore shorts like one Padre game, and I was like, I feel nude. This is weird. I just, my don't. rule basically is if you can't wear shorts, you probably shouldn't be playing golf in San Diego. I like to, I wear, you wear it when shorts. it's cold. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I like you wear shorts. it when it's I, cold. Yeah, I only wear pants when I'm golfing if it's cold. It's got to be really cold. I think I just don't like how men look in shorts. If it's below 70, I'll wear pants. <laughs> now, Phil Mickelson wants shorts. He tweeted, the tour doesn't allow shorts, but does allow this week's leader to wear joggers with ankle socks, showing four inches of ankle. I'm no fashion guy, never will be, but there are some things I won't ever understand. Well, Payne Stewart used to wear the knickers, right? Yeah, and but those, he, had, he had the socks, the socks pulled, pulled up, up all high. the way. You didn't see any of his leg. You just had the, it stopped at the but below the if, knee. What's then his the, bit then? It, is it the leg that's bothering? Because he wants shorts. He doesn't want to see any skin at all. But he yes. wants shorts. Yeah, he wants it's shorts. It's all skin. I've see, seen I think, Phil I think shorts. Phil plays in shorts constantly. All he, the time. He, shorts he on the PGA to... Tour would look, I think, better than the no, joggers. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I think the joggers look sloppy. <laughs> no, they don't. Yes, they, they do. do. Not, For he a did professional not look sloppy. He looked great. You, they don't have to be jogging material. You can get them in... Like normal material. I have some that are like in pant material. Professional golfers should not be wearing shorts. It just I'm looks sorry. like they don't fit quite right. It's it feels like oh you got looks like you rolled you out got of a pair of small. No, he you're looks a medium sharp as and hell. You got a pair of small pants for a medium medium body is what it looks like to me. Men in shorts is weird. I know we live in San Diego, and I get dragged for this every time I say it. It's just, it's just, I, I don't. Maybe it's because I don't look good in them, but I, I just don't. I just don't want to see men's legs. Bottom line, <laughs> unfortunately for Sam Ryder, the pants didn't work because after leading the first round, the second round, and the third round, and for most of the final round, went south for him on the back nine, a double bogey on fifteen into the thick rough on the drive, and then chopped it out. Uh, oh, all over to the back of the green, and then a little chili dip of a chip led to a double bogey, knocked him out of the lead. While Max Homa finished strong, he birdied what fifteen, sixteen, uh, and eighteen. I think birdied three of the last four holes to come in with a sixty-six and finish at thirteen under and win the tournament. But uh, yeah, I like Sam Ryder. You had the the walk and talk with his mom. Uh, on the course. That was one of those things where I went, oh, no, 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 no. This is too early. It's yeah. too early. And she's like, oh, he is going to win this thing. And he has been saying <laughs> he's going to win. And he is ready to win. And his meant, I'm so impressed by him. And I go, I go, he's got like six holes to go. So much golf left to be played. And there's so many tigers behind him, like ready to pounce if he if he stumbles. And I was pulling for him. I was. Um it was tough to watch. <laughs> I, you know, the big surprise was, you know, John Rahm barely made the cut and then turned it on, and I thought he was going to probably run away with it on Sunday. Shot a 74 in the last day. Did uh, Struggled all the way in. Just could never get it going in the final group. Uh, I just assumed that John Rahm was just going to stare down Sam Ryder and it was going to be over early. Just birdie, 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 and instead... Uh, Rom just did not have a very good day, no. uh, pretty much for the first time all year, and and kind of fell back in the pack. I think 
uh, finished, what, around ninth or 10th or something by the end of the day. It was a fun. I watched most of the, the last round, and it was a really, really exciting day of golf. And I know there are people rolling their eyes right now, Paulie being one of them. Paulie cannot watch the game of golf. I was, at the, I was on the edge of my seat. I mean, it was really, really good drama. Um, again, you, you look at, at, at John Rahm at one point, Paulie, was in that rough. And he was in the rough. He was maybe, I'd say he was 30 yards from the front of the green. He chipped it six feet. Then he hit it another four feet. Then he chipped it. I mean, it took him five times to get up onto the thing. And I'm like, he's one of us, except he's not. He's like the greatest golfer in the world. But to watch the greatest struggle out there, I just went, man, it is. So, it will just eat you alive, that place. I have no interest in ever playing there again. <laughs> I really don't until they take that rough down. It is so, so gnarly out there. But, we always uh, get invited out there right, right before a major tournament. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. How about like a nice July outing? Yes, how about a nice July outing when when there's no Just tournament to be played? Normal conditions. Just a normal golf course. So brutal. Eight-inch tall rough. So stupid. <laughs> Also at another golf story, uh, just uh, a couple, a few hours ago, in uh, Rory McIlroy uh, winning the Dubai Desert Classic. And in the, I guess, the ultimate twist here, he had to hold off a final round charge from Patrick Reed. And you'll remember, we talked about it last week, where they had the the run-in on the driving range, and Patrick Reed wanted to, to greet Rory, and Rory wanted to have none of it, just ignoring Patrick Reed after apparently he subpoenaed him, served him with a subpoena on Christmas Eve, and Reed ended up like flicking a T at him to try to get his attention, uh, which doesn't seem like a lot, but in the golf world, it turned into a huge story. It's ninety six to the ribs in a golf and then, in the golf. And world. then Rory goes out, and uh, you know he's been he's the world number one. John Rom could have taken over, uh, but he goes out and he's got the lead going into the final round. Patrick Reed comes from behind, catches him. Then Rory comes back and catches him, and then sinks a birdie putt from fifteen feet on the eighteenth hole to beat him by one. Now. Had he missed that putt, they would have been in a playoff together after everything oh, that had happened. They didn't play together, man. but they would have had to share the tee on a playoff together. And there was, I guess, a bit of a rules controversy. Guess involving who? Guess who? Patrick Reed in that final round as well. Uh, apparently, he hit a tee shot into a tree, and it did, did not come down. Now, no one saw. It now, down. if you now the rules of golf state, if you can't identify your golf ball, if you can see it up there in the palm tree, and you go. Hey, it's unplayable. You can take a one-stroke right there, unplayable drop. But if you can't find it, it's a lost ball. You've got to take a one-stroke and go all the way back to the tee, stroke and distance. So it's a much more severe penalty if you can't find and identify your ball. Well, lo and behold, Patrick Reed said, no, I see my ball up there. I can see the little arrow I marked on that. There was Someone showed a picture. There were like... 30 balls in that tree and Patrick said oh yeah that's definitely that's my definitely ball. definitely mine and this tree looks like it's what 30 40 feet tall I mean way up in the There's air literally no way to prove unless somebody scales the tree but then they went through it and uh, Brandel Chambly had the video on the golf channel and they go he identified his ball he wasn't even looking up at the right tree. That was like that oh was not the boy. tree that oh it went boy. in. Oh boy! Yet he somehow magically identified his golf ball and the one stuck up in the tree. Else. To potentially save a shot there and not have to go back to the tee and re-tee he is on that thing. That so I'm is, a little suspicious That again. guy is something else, isn't he? 
certainly finds himself at the center of a lot of controversy. Well, and that's the thing is you're not golf world. you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt ever, ever because of everything we've literally seen. Yeah, with you, our own you eyes. have to be straighter and narrower than everybody. Than everybody else. else, he just doesn't want to play it that way. So, man, I mean, it's interesting for golf. You had a live guy and a not live guy coming together in this one event. They're rarely going to play together. Uh, good stuff and good stuff over the weekend at the Farmers Insurance Open as well. All right. We will come back and talk a little Fernando Tatis Jr., Annie Heilbrunn, get the uh, inside story on the, the workout, the interview, uh, the photo shoot there with the, the underwater stuff with Joe Musgrove and uh, his comeback to the San Diego Padres this season. We'll talk about that next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use your love tonight. I don't want to lose your love. So is it just me? Or when the two Super Bowl teams were finally set yesterday, and then everyone said, all right, the game, February 12th, State Farm Stadium in Glendale, State Arizona. What? State Farm Stadium. <laughs> That's not what I heard. That's not what I heard either. In Glendale, Arizona, I thought, and guess what? One day later, about five miles away, Padre spring training will begin. It's like Super Bowl, and then sleep, and then spring training. There's no. It's so good. There's no like two week break anymore. Especially uh, not going to be a two week break for us. Is it it's, leading up to the big game? It's just going to go right <laughs> into baseball season this year, and the big story for the Padres will be the return of Fernando Tatis Jr. to spring training, and eventually to the starting lineup. And uh, after traffic, we're going to talk with Annie Heilbrunn. About that great story in the UT that we talked about on Friday. Uh, first, let's get the traffic and then Annie here on 97.3 The Fan. Well, let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline and welcome and wish a happy belated birthday as well to Annie Halburn from the UT and Valley Sports San Diego. Annie, and uh, it is great to have you on as always. Wizzy, Ben, it is great to speak with you guys. It was fun turning 22, yeah. you know, this weekend again. Um, and, uh, and yeah, no, it's great to hear you guys' voice. Thanks for having me on. It's our pleasure. Our pleasure. Well, first of all, we when the piece dropped on Friday, we were very thankful that it dropped because we were out of material. Uh, fully, we was about halfway through the show. Woods had strep throat. I had strep it throat. It was right around time. this time it on was, Friday. We were like, "Thank you, God and Annie and Kevin, for dropping for this." You. Oh, thank God! Thank God it came in. Gave us a whole new content stream uh, to 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 explore a little bit, and and we read a little bit from it, and it was just really well done. Can I walk us through? Uh, walk us through how this all came about. Yes. Thank you guys, too, for the kind words on Friday. That was really nice to you guys. And um, it, uh, yes, this this is one that kind of came about um, like these these stories do very last second, if you will. Like, you know, you, you kind of never know how they're going to go or if the people that you hope are going to talk to you are actually going to talk to you. And, and you know, you kind of have to just sort of um, – cross your fingers a little bit and, and hope that, that you're going to get what you need because you really only have one shot. So, um, you know, I had found out that they were working together, um, Fernando and Joe down at that pool. And so it became a little bit of a game of trying to, trying to see if we could, you know, get over there and talk to them. And then if there was anything there, obviously there's something there, but you know, if, if there was something that would be, beneficial to running a story early versus waiting um until after fan fest or something like that so so there was a lot going on but it ended up working out i think that um it, it's one of those that you know you you just you kind of luck out with the timing and with the relationships you've built a little bit and um and things like that and then and then uh you know you kind of just run with it and, and it was cool to see the la times actually picked it up and ran it today and gave san diego sports like a whole full page in their sports section today. So, um, you know, 
I don't know. That's kind of kind of neat to see. Well, we do that for the Chargers still, I think, Annie. So I mean, it's turnabout is fair play from time to time. But you guys got to, you know, you got to talk to what is who is probably. I mean, he's going to get he's going to get mauled this season everywhere he goes. It's, he's one of the most, if not the most, exciting players in baseball, and to finally get some. Um, to get some some words from him, to get some stories from him, to get some feelings. You know, how was he feeling during those playoff games? I mean, it was it was really really cool, and and we'd all been speculating on it for you know God knows how long. Yeah, it was cool to see him like that. It was cool to see Fernando like that. You know, I, I, I've been talking to Fernando since he came into the majors, and he's always had that fun loving side of him, that laugh, that ability to kind of you know not be afraid of things. And I think you saw that in the story that it was cool to see that that part was still there, but then there was also this side of him that was like, you know, had really done some personal uh, self, like, you know, look at himself and some self growth and just some kind of um, introspection that was really, really evident. It wasn't like he was faking it. It was very clear. And I hope for his sake, you know, and, and I think, you know, we, we didn't get this in, um, because we just ran out of room. But um, Joe, Joe mentioned, you know, one of the things he mentioned was at some point, you know, because Fernando still feels very remorseful. He still wants to make this up to San Diego and to the fans and to, um, you know, to, to his teammates and to himself even. And Joe said, you know, at one point he needs to just be himself and move forward. And I think that I hope that for his sake, because, you know, he's always going to get asked these questions at least for a while or at least for this year or even going on, you know, there will always be this like thread of a storyline. But the hope I think for him is, you know, he can kind of answer some of these early and then at least um, from a lot of the media that he sees all the time, you know, can can move forward and just focus on this next season. It, he's always going to have it as part of his history. By no means should anyone forget it. And, and I don't think Joe, and Joe was not saying that Fernando should forget it, but that at some point he needs to stop, you know, stop, I guess, um, you know, apologizing so much for it or, or whatnot, not, that, you know, and, and, and just kind of be himself and enjoy getting back to the game. And I thought that was really cool of Joe to say as well, because he's right. I mean, at some point he does have to turn the page. Well, that's interesting, Annie. We're talking to Annie Heilbrunn here on Ben and Woods because Joe was one of the more outspoken players in the Padres clubhouse when the suspension came down about the disappointment and how, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. was going to have to to prove himself and work his way back into the good graces. How significant do you feel it is that that Tatis is there with Joe and that Joe has not I'm not surprised that he's done this, but that Joe has taken the forefront and kind of tried to work Fernando Tatis Jr. back into the the framework of the of the community of the Padres. Yeah, it's really cool. What one of the best things about Joe is like his leadership style is not he's not gonna rah-rah you in the sense of like trying to drag you along with him but he's if you want to come do what he's doing so he's he's going to lead by action and if you want to be part of it he is going to roll out the red carpet he's going to make sure you feel supported if you bring something up to him he's going to listen and try to help so he's it's it's a great leadership quality and of course you know you need a clubhouse that has a lot of different leadership qualities and a lot of different leaders that speak to different groups of guys which is great you you know it's, it's better if you have more than one um, and Joe was one of them. And I think that that in that sense, that this is kind of how it went, you know, it's something Joe was doing. Fernando is a water guy. He from, from the Dominican loves being in the water, um, got introduced to it, you know, when he was rehabbing um, earlier or rehabbing last season from his first wrist surgery. And so 
um, when Joe was doing these classes weekly in the off season, you know, Fernanda was like, okay, let me, let me come along, you know, now that I'm healthy enough to be doing these as well. And Joe has welcomed him with open arms. And it's cool to see the two of them work out there because it's not just um, the two of them. It's also like, you know, MMA fighters, it's rugby players, it's different athletes from different backgrounds. And so Joe and Fernando are just, you know, they're teammates there and they're, 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 you know, giving each other a little trash talking competition and they're being supportive of each other, but then they're also being supportive of all the other athletes there and vice versa. So it's kind of cool to see that as well. I think that that helps with confidence too. And just like, you know, doing something that, that, um, we could never do. I don't know. I'll speak for myself. I couldn't do that. All right. No, (laughs) these guys. (laughs) <laughs> these guys, I know you guys did a uh, fantasy camp, so you might be in better shape than me, but um, these guys view this as like a cardio workout, um, but, a, but a rest day one because it's easy on their joints. It's easy on their muscles. So something that would be very difficult for someone like myself, and I would not view this as a rest day workout. They see it as like a, as a, as a more of a mental workout. Um, you know, obviously they get their physical part in as well, but they're able to, you know, get a little bit of a, uh, a little bit off of their joints and muscles by being in the pool. So um, mentally they're working on a lot there more so than physically even, or, or at least as much as physically. But yeah, Joe was so outspoken about, about Fernando. And I think that that's the cool thing about Joe and about teammates is like, you know, if you show it with action, they they want to support you. They want to welcome you back. And it's going to be up to Fernando to continue doing that throughout his career, really. Well, yeah, we're talking to uh, Annie Halbrun here on Ben and Woods this morning, and I said it on Friday. I don't, I don't care if the pool and holding your breath and all, all of that. I don't care if it's just eyewash. I really don't. I, the thing that made me the happiest, the happiest part that I took from this this piece, was it's great to see that kid in this town with his teammates again. That's that's really it's the first step. Uh, it's the most important step because you know at the end of the day. Fernando Tatis Jr. owes it to himself. He owes it to his teammates and the city to to you know play as hard as he always has, to do as well as he always has, but just to be amongst teammates again, back in the fold, back in the mix, that to me was was the most important part. And I look forward to spring training, uh watching them them interact uh together again because it's just he's such a vital, vital piece of this city and and this team and its makeup and his abilities are are you know supernatural. So that to me, Annie, was the best part. Just to see the guys hanging out, you know, outside of, of you know the ballpark where sometimes they're kind of forced yeah. to. Yeah, and it's really cool too because when the swimming part is done, they go and they sit in the jacuzzi um for a while and that that's where they really laugh and have have a good time so it was cool they were they were talking to each other the whole time in there as well which was a lot of fun can i get and in there can like, i get in that easy those sessions because i'll go that i can do part i'll do that i, I can do, do that. Pool, but i'll do the jacuzzi yeah i can get in there <laughs> but uh but you know fernando's also been at petco he's been working out there there's been a group of guys working yep. out at petco as well so like you said they've been around each other they've been around the coaches they've been around bob melvin they've just they've been around they're getting acclimated like it's not going to be like they all show up you know to spring training or even this week at fan fest and that they're seeing each other for the first time like they've been being accountable to each other so far and it's great to see that with fernando and i i know that for him like you know you read in the story the depression for him was watching the playoffs the hardest part for him was talking to his teammates and once he moved past that or, or his teammates heard his apology they were able to move past that and then ever since then he's been taking these action steps and the team is 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 
you know, going to be, I mean, you can already see it with Joe, but with the rest of the guys too, I'm sure, you know, stoked to have him back and just have his presence around in that clubhouse and on the field. I mean, this guy's electric. Everybody knows this guy's electric and he's so much fun. And that's when it, when it was, you know, I, I wasn't sure what he was going to be like out there, but his confidence is still very high. And I think that that's what you need from the elite players, the great players. He looks good. He looks really healthy and he has maintained that muscle that he put on last year. And, you know, it just, just looks like he's ready to go. And you can tell he's, you know, he's, he's done the hard work of kind of hitting that rock bottom moment and then kind of climbing back up um, and saying, what next, what do I do now? And it's really important for him to stay healthy, got those surgeries. Um, those have, you know, taken really well with him. And so I just think he's, you know, this, this is a, this is not a fun thing that happened to him. This is not something that I'm sure he ever wished would happen to him, but this is the first time he's faced real adversity like this in his entire life. And so in some ways it could become very, very good for him. It could be something that helps him in the rest of his career and kind of just gets him back on track for what he needs. And I think that he recognizes that right now. Um, and, you know, he's willing to do the work, which is great to see. Annie, let me dive just a little bit more into the injury recovery that you just brought up. You said he's going well. And I, I certainly read his quotes about the shoulder recovery and how and how the wrist is going. But you know, you you sort of have to always take it a little bit with a grain of salt when an athlete tells you how they're feeling. You, since you saw him personally, did you have any like further impressions of really how encouraged he was on how the progress is going with the rehab from from both the surgeries, really all all three surgeries when it comes to it? I mean, you're absolutely right. I can only speak to what I saw from him, you know, in the pool and and um, talking to him. I definitely. I can't speak to what he actually looks like. You know, we saw some clips of him um, hitting over this last week or, or whatnot, but um, I don't really know anything about that in terms of, like, baseball activities. But he, sa- um, he sounded but, confident when he said, yeah, it feels really good and the wrist is close, oh, or was it kind of more of a, a hesitant, yeah, no, it's confident. going kind of well. You know, you can sort of – you have to read kind of a little behind the yeah. – but between the lines when it comes to injury talk. No, you're absolutely right, and and that's what I was going to say. Is he feels uh, he sounded very, very confident and very happy. He sounded almost relieved. You know, I mean, you you saw that, that first uh, wrist surgery. He said was only you know, really only healed about twenty five percent, and or maybe you know, and and this one's already at ninety percent. And he also his shoulder. I just think he feels a lot more confident in the sense that, you know, he he had learned to play with that shoulder, and I'm sure that there was, as we know, hesitation with how that surgery was going to go. But now I think he feels like, okay, I can just go out there and play my game. I don't have to baby it so much. Of course, you know, he, he's going to have to work back. I don't, I don't know that the Padres are going to go zero to a hundred with him right away. Um, but, you know, you're going to probably want to see how everything reacts, reacts as he continues to do more and more work, which is how you want to do it in any, any injury that any guy ever has. But um, what I thought was great was asking him, you know, should you have some grace for yourself that you're maybe not going to be able to right away be that guy that you've always been because you've been sitting for so long, you know, maybe you're going to need to work back up to that. And he kind of looked at me and laughed, you know, a little bit. He kind (laughs) of chuckled at me like, (laughs) you know, which I thought was great. It was very him. Like, no, he just, he's not concerned about how his body's going to react. And I think whether or not that is, um, you know, completely mental because I do think he feels that good. I really do. And I, again, he hasn't started doing all the baseball things he would need to do for a season. So I'm sure that's going to be the real test as he continues to ramp up his activities, but for him to feel that this way at this point in time, 
um, and to feel that confidence, I, I think that that's a really good sign for him. And it does seem different than how he talked about it last year as he was trying to rehab from everything. And then the year before that with the shoulder, um, you know, there's, he couldn't do the, even do the home run derby when he was at the All-Star game because of the shoulder. You know, and now it's like he's going to be able to do all these things, assuming everything, you know, goes forward the way it should. Um, that he had to just kind of be careful about before. So I think that there's a little bit of a sense of relief there as well for him, as well as confidence. Sounds like he gave you the Fernando equivalent of Ozzy Gantz. Please. Yeah, please. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm fine. Please. <laughs> and it was great. I couldn't help but laugh. I was like, you know what? What a dumb question for me. You know He's what I mean? Back. And so. And, and well, Annie, but it, thank, was, it was great. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was, <laughs> thank was a you. great piece. Happy All birthday. The was uh, absolutely deserved. And. As Wood said, yeah, I hope you had a good birthday, and we'll see you Thanks, uh, maybe out of spring training in a, in a couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the kind words for, for me and Kevin on this one, and thanks so much for uh, pumping it up and having me on. Take Annie Hobbern, uh, UT on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Uh, we'll react to that. We'll get a Rindle report, including a uh, an NBA story that even my son sent me from a Reddit thread. The Spicy scandal. As well. Yeah. That's coming up next on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t